Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello and welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. I hope you are very well. Um, Today is a bit of a fun one, really. We're going to talk about things that I would put in the bin if I could in the business world. So these are just gripes, like frustrating things, things that I think prevent really good business from happening. I've got 15 items. And the purpose of this is more so just to kind of start a conversation, I suppose, and for you to hopefully get involved and to share with me what your sort of gripes are and things that you would put in the bin if you could in the business world um so here we go number one age hasn't been a thing this is a huge one it's a thing I speak with clients a lot um I work with a range of different ages in terms of clients but um I do work with some amazing young fantastic women especially and people have experienced ageism in various different industries yes it's happening in traditional industries but it's also happening beyond that and it's something that's really, really tricky and the degrading experiences that happen within business, I have definitely experienced it. And as I say, I, I hear it on an awfully common and frequent basis, which is really unpleasant. Um, so that's something I'd put in the bin. The other one is like scammers and really shitty people. I feel like you they're always going to be there. They're in every country. They're in every you know community, every industry. They're just some people are shitty people they're not great people and they're you know we're always going to have that but it is really really frustrated that 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 goes on it's really like ah it's really annoying um the other thing is in authentic marketing so sort of the language choices people use or what they are saying or not saying I think that is just a real tough one in terms of why do we have to be in a world where this inauthentic mark and it's like a normal thing which you know again it's as similar as the second one it's always going to be there but it's frustrating um number four I really put the lack of diversity in boardrooms in particular in the bin so yes we have a huge diversity issue across business across entrepreneurship but this whole boardroom conversation that has been going on for a long time and yet the progress is so limited and sort of just lackluster of boardrooms around the world being filled with you know white middle class males is just tiring like it needs to shift and I think we've got this real issue of going round and round in circles where lack of education and the right education is still there there's an idea that the messaging that has been perpetuated has not worked the kind of programs that are in place to support people might have a 10-year or 20-year impact but between that 10 and 20 years of that happening like something has to change and so um yeah the lack of diversity in boardrooms is really really straightened number five I've got men on LinkedIn not all men obviously but uh (laughs) some men on LinkedIn I think a lot of people can um resonate with and and feel very connected to that there is a real lack thereof and there's a real difficulty in just what people are people share or people comment that is so unhelpful 
so one-sided and it's just not necessary ultimately so that one's a real big one and i get that from a lot of clients who are um avid linkedin users who will say it's just tiring it's just exhausting it's just too much um number six is dishonesty in messaging manipulation that is something that really annoys like it's just so frustrating when people are trying to manipulate data to prove one thing or another and again that's going to be there forever it is what it is but it is tricky um really really tricky number seven shitty business awards there's some bizarre business awards out there and again they ain't going to go anywhere i some of you will know this and some of you won't i used to have a real issue with business awards full stop so across the board i was like absolutely no then some of you will be sat there thinking you've won a few business awards <laughs> so you can't be that against them and I this could be another podcast in fact it may be in the podcast in itself I had a conversation or a number of conversations with really interesting people who really helped me change my perspective on them and so it's the usual case of not I'm not against all business awards and some of them I think have a place and can have credibility I think there is a huge amount that don't so the idea of shitty business awards is the one that I want to put in the bin. It's not all awards because I've really changed my tune on that. And I'm really happy to have been sort of re-educated and have pushed myself and have really changed how I view certain things, which is great. I love that. We need more of that in the world. Um, number eight, I'd love for the need for everything to happen yesterday to be gone. So I see this a lot with everybody, you know, it's across the world. It's not just in business. It's not just in certain um, industries, we are all living in this society where it's like everything had to happen yesterday. And if you haven't achieved it today, then it's kind of not even worth going after. And that is a really difficult place to exist in because ultimately good things do take time and patience is really key. And so I'd love for people to like, for slow growth to become cool and for slow and steady actions to be something that people strive for. And for the idea that if it takes 10 years but it's still what you want that it's still worth going after or if it takes 40 years but you actually get to what you wanted and what you set out to do then that's okay that idea that not everything has to happen within 12 months or 24 months I think is a really lovely thing if we could adapt into number nine I would love for people to stop shaming each other there is so much shame that gets circulated around in entrepreneurship and it doesn't help anybody it helps I often think it helps the person who's shaming someone it helps them because they usually feel a lot better after doing so, which is disgusting. And it usually helps them to really kind of think, oh, well, I'm better than X, Y, and Z person. And I hate it. I think it's really, really bizarre, rude, childish, just absolutely ludicrous. People need to shop, stop shaming each other based on the fact of like, let people do whatever they want to do. Let people say what they want to say within reason, obviously. But I'm talking about sometimes people are getting shamed for making certain choices that's right for them that doesn't make sense to someone else and I think we have to stop this idea of like one lens looking at people and making decisions from a pace of what you would do because it's not you that the person's choosing whether to do something and I think that's really crucially important that we start having wider conversations that have much more interest and much more value and much more depth when you take on a multidisciplinary perspective approach so that's something that I really think needs to change. Number 10 is VAT in this country. So value-added tax in the UK, that needs a whole switch up. Like, I appreciate we probably can't put the whole thing in the bin, but there are huge amounts of issues with VAT from the threshold, from what things are classed as VAT and what isn't. Certain industries are really struggling 
with the issue of VAT at the minute and the cost of living crisis and it just adding this whole additional piece to the pie. I really think that VAT is really stifling entrepreneurial growth. And again, I'm not saying for every business, I'm not saying for every industry or every sector, but there are big pockets of amazing entrepreneurial things happening where VAT is just causing a whole bunch of issues over a variety of different categories. It's really frustrating. Um, next up, number 11, people associating revenue and money with expertise, knowledge and value. This is something, this is a hill I'm going to die on, I think, to be honest. There is still this idea that if someone has built and exited a company for X amount of money, then therefore they are better placed to speak on something than X person. And whilst in some cases that will be true, 100%, that is not me sat here saying that it isn't true, there is some really interesting correlations. And if you study different types of people, you will really see different areas where people are stronger than others on. But this whole idea that money and revenue is the determinator of whether or not people should speak on something or whether they have the expertise to help someone else, I think is baffling. And that's really, hard. it's really hard to explain this point without like offending people, which I think um, lots of people who don't have a podcast come and say to me, they say, I have lots of things I want to say, but I can't because I feel like it's going to offend people. And I totally get what they're saying in the sense of like, you don't purposely want to be going around you know, being unpleasant. But I am saying what I want to say, so this is my podcast. And people associating revenue and money with expertise, knowledge and value has become a real, real problem. And then people are surprised when certain people share knowledge and expertise and it doesn't work for them or their business or relevant. The biggest issue we have with this is people um, cross industries. That is something that is challenging. I have had clients before who've come and said, you know, my parent like a parent or um some kind of close connection to them has you know been a really successful entrepreneur really been a successful business owner and they've helped them and they've helped give advice and that's really you know great but they've ended up at a point where they've built this business that's kind of has just been molded to something that it isn't meant to be and it isn't rewarding for them what they want and that's nobody's fault necessarily but it's just a really interesting idea of like we have to stop associating this idea that when people share how much revenue they've made in a year, that therefore gives them this golden ticket to be like, oh yeah, like they're going to definitely listen to them for X, Y, and Z reason. Forgetting about all of the issues with, you know, profit and what are people actually trying to build, yada, 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 that's a whole separate issue. But I think this idea of like, let's just chill out on trying to pressure people to figure out how do you determine who's worth listening to and who isn't? Which, don't get us wrong, it's a hard thing to work out, right? Like, it's difficult. I'd also like to put in the bin the obsession with stuff and volume of features. So this, I really mean when people are selling things and designing offerings. There is just this huge desire for people to stuff, you know, hundreds of things into things and they want, like, massive programs or massive like courses or things for people to sell that have like loads and loads of things inside of them and I just really don't think it's um useful for people like most people are never going to consume whatever's inside of them and there's just this real like overconsumption mentality that has spread into so many parts of even service-based business that is not helping people 
Um, number 13, there is this obsession at the moment or has been for a while with quitting your job as a success metric. Again, do not understand this one. So many business owners, you know, can keep their full-time job or can go part-time and can still be employed and still have a fantastic business and grow it to, you know, if you want to, seven figures, multi-six figures. Like I'm not, I just don't think everybody should be made to feel like they need to quit the job. I obviously don't have a job um, and that is not the story for me. And a lot of clients that I work with have, you know, quit their jobs and gone full-time. But I really dislike this idea that people kind of exert home to people that they should be quitting their jobs in order for that to mean that they've made it or not. Because that, again, not a good to me is just not true at all and doesn't cover nuance at all. Um, number 14, the one that I think all of us want to put in the business bin is non-payers, people who pay late, people who want to get out of contracts, um, people who find all the excuses under the sun not to do whatever they first initially commit to. That is a big one, right? I think a lot of people, I have, I have lots of conversations with people who say, this is just so annoying. And I, it really causes people to feel quite angst about it, I think. Um, but non-payers is an annoying one. And finally, number 15, this one is a big thing. And I think the world would be a better place if we kind of eradicated this. A lot of people let sort of mindset blocks, and I'm using air quotes here, to be a reason they can't do something. People will say, oh, I can't do this because of X, Y, and Z, or you know, I, I feel like this. So therefore that means I can't do X activity, which just does not wash um, with me. And I don't think it washes with many other successful people because they're just like, well, eh? like <laughs> if you have some kind of mindset issue, you've got to try and work it through. Like you can't just sit there and say, I can't do that now because, you know, I can't, I've got this issue. Like you have to address the things that are causing you problems. And it's not to say that no one can have a mindset issue. We've all got them. I've got one right now. Like we've all got something going on, but there has to be a process for you working through them or tackling or standing up to them. This idea that people are just going to be like blindsighting things because they, they don't want to deal with it. I just don't believe is a, a positive thing for anybody. So those are the things that I would put in the bin if I could in the business world. I would love to know what I've missed that you would love to put in there. What is um, something that you really resonate with? I hope this hasn't been too um, negative of an episode. I didn't mean for it to be, I suppose it has sounded a bit negative, but um, I just think it's an interesting conversation of, of what would you like to put in the bin in the business world. Um, I will be back next week for a bit more of a practical episode. So feel free to join me then. And if you'd like to catch up with other episodes of the podcast, please have a look at our back catalogue. We have many, many, many episodes, over 90 episodes now um, for you to binge and enjoy and have a fabulous time with. Take care and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Honest Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. To catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind the scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time.